It is well, it is well, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Leicester were brilliant and Arsenal showed character. It's Monday 22nd of March. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Vidushan Hantaraja. And I'm Pete Doddleson. You are very welcome, ladies and gentlemen. What a warm embrace we're offering you now. The kind of embrace we saw John Terry offering Jose Mourinho on the weekend. Did you see that, chaps? He grabbed his face, didn't he? He did. Like he was about to off him. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought if he kisses him on the mouth, you're gone. Mm. Yeah. See you later. Who, d- who, d- who did the grab? I missed this. Who did the grabbing? Was Jose doing the grabbing? Oh, Jose's in control. Oh, okay, okay, fine. Always manager. <laughs> Never forget <laughs> that dynamic. manager. <laughs> and when John Terry, if John Terry ever became a manager and then beat Jose Mourinho on one of his teams, then that would end the friendship. <laughs> what, where was John Terry's hands? Where would you put your hands if someone Botox. grabbed your face? Would you um, <laughs> right on the nadgers? Would you? Just, have well, little... look, if he's on control, if he could snap your neck with one fell swoop, uh-huh. I'd I'd would want my body to tighten the grip on the vice like grip on the hand. Yeah. You take me yeah. down. You're yeah, gonna get exactly. Injured. Do you really want this? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Presumably, he'd just let go, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, he'd grab tighter. Uh-huh. Yes, you're right, Vish. It's a good idea, um, <laughs> gentlemen. Let us. How would you kill John Terry? Text us in. <laughs> <laughs> don't With give a out, jingle. Don't give out your number <laughs> This again. feature is sponsored by Rainham Steel. <laughs> Founded in 1973 as Rainham Reusables. Uh-huh. We were talking about Rainham Steel before we started. We're in a very Rainham Steel kind of mood today. <laughs> Who won the FA Cup in 1973? Uh, Scunthorpe. Sponsored by you're Rainham not, Steel. You're not far off. It was Sunderland. Oh, sponsored by Rainham Steel? No, no. You've been right. hanging out with Wilson too much, you, sunshine. That is genuinely He's the reason I knew that. <laughs> Dragging you astray. <laughs> the boy from the wrong side of the tracks. Well, if they... he grabbed you by the face, would you invert his pyramid? <laughs> Expand on that, please. I don't know. It just sounded like something to say. Yes, okay. Mm. Um, I was thinking about other book titles of his, you know, and I thought, no, we're going to talk about the <laughs> FA Cup because Sunderland have won the FA Cup in history. Leicester City have not, gentlemen. Mm. Okay, so um, that that is on. I mean, it was a brilliant performance to reach the FA Cup semi-final. Uh, and Brendan Rodgers was purring in his 100th game in charge of the Foxes. Oh, Vish. They were delicious, weren't they? Yeah, fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, th- I mean, they I were. You're a man, you know, <laughs> they genuinely, were. I didn't mean to. But the um, I was thinking back to on Friday when I said I was quietly confident. And then I mentioned the fact that oh, United might be a little bit tired. Mm. And I think even if they were tired, or rather even if they were fully fit, I don't know that it would have made that much of a difference. Because yes. Leicester were... Leicester made them look more tired than they probably actually were. They mm-hmm. were absurdly good, yeah. Mm. The Inacho, just phenomenal. Can't I mean, get enough of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I picked him at the fourth score last week when he scored a hat-trick, mm-hmm. and I got really excited about that, because obviously it was, all the credit was due to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I didn't have to say anything, and he did that. So, well he, done him. He gave a little screechy whoop at the end of uh, a very earnest interview on the BBC, Peter. Mm. And then he went, ow! Yeah. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> and apparently his surname translates to, what are we looking for? Is that, is that true? Because that's, that's a lot of words to, what are we looking for? Because mm. it's a question. What are we looking for? Goals. Ia natural. <laughs> it's a long sentence to fit into one name, isn't it? Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. Um, but it can be done, I assume. <laughs> I can, how, many, how many players are like a question? That's very, very rare, presumably. Yes. March. Mm. Solly March. March. <laughs> yeah. I suppose every name is a question. If that you could know. be a command, yeah. though, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Alec. Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Scholes. 
dear. Yeah, well, it was a great performance, though, nonetheless. And uh, Iheanacho scored uh, again. I mean, the first goal was a bit of a gift. I think the second one was too. Was it the second one where Maguire just passed it to Fred and everyone blamed Fred, but it was very much Maguire's fault for my money? That was the first. Was that the first? Okay, yes. sorry. Don't yeah. take a while. I thought to myself, <laughs> I think Tielemans needs a bit more credit than, oh, it was a bit of a given the way he strode forward and then hit it really in from 20 odd yards. Maguire does do that quite a lot. And he, I've seen him do it in English yet as well. He invites a lot of pressure on himself and then goes for the foul. It's like, just play the bloody ball, you maniac. Just get it up the foul. <laughs> what do you think of that, though, Vish? I mean, the way Maguire he plays it into Fred, we've seen this a few times playing it into that position. I mean, Fred obviously shouldn't then play that. <laughs> I mean, that, no. that is it. Yeah, that, that, no, you, yeah. You, Fred, you shouldn't <laughs> no, do that. Yeah. I mean, you've highlighted Maguire there. And I understand, but really the man in, in, the, in the spotlight for that first goal was Fred. There was the, like, some of the discussion um, in the immediate aftermath of it was like, oh, you know, what's Harry Maguire doing? And mm. I feel like they'll blame him for passing it to Fred. Harry Maguire's getting a lot of blame, by the way. Yeah, but it was like, come on, you know he was going to do that. Yeah. I feel I feel a little, I feel quite a lot bad actually for Manchester United's defence because if you think about it, United have played with two defensive midfielders all season, mm. and they've been nothing but chaotic. Yeah. And I think they're like they're almost like ornamental, you know, display only defensive <laughs> midfielders. And I was thinking like. What other what other ways would there be of like having something that's more effective than than these two, mm-hmm. yeah. or than any two? And I remember that like when I was younger, your parents maybe did this, but like whenever you used to leave the house, my dad would always put the radio on. And I reckon that's more of a deterrent than our, you know, not, <laughs> as a family when you left the yeah. I thought when you went out, hey, jump! <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, just to like, you know, deter burglars. But I reckon if you stuck a radio in front of the back four, that would offer more of a deterrent than any two defensive midfielder combinations. Uh, I mean, I mean defensive midfield has been a problem for Manchester United for a very long time. People kind of forget. Is that fair? Yeah. Might yeah, have no, just, yeah. just been awful this season. Get Donny van der Beek and he'll do it. <laughs> oh, poor bastard it was so it was so him that like you know he did an excellent thing and it wouldn't go down as an assist at all because he you know because he um, let the ball go through his legs which was nice and I thought like you know this is you know, mm. coming back into it, obviously Greenwood with a nice finish as well, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't to be. And to be fair, it was right that it wasn't to be because I thought Leicester were brilliant. Yeah, very regrettably after Fred's, uh, um, after Man United lost, he's been subjected to racist abuse on social media. It happens flipping every weekend, every weekend doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. And, 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 and I, I think he has been quite good this season at, at times he's played a lot of matches mm-hmm. uh, and, and he's one of the few sort of Manchester United players who haven't hasn't found himself on the treatment table a huge amount uh, compared to, bearing in mind that that position is, is quite a, a robust and uh, frequently violent place to play on the field and he's uh, and I, I think he's been I think he's been alright Matt should have been moved on years ago I, I think that you know Timothy Fonson mentioned he's, he's, he's he cleared out because he didn't want to be involved nice, in the whole nice defensive to hear his name look mm-hmm. t- TFM, today's favourite music. Love it. And yeah, I would say as well mm. that even if Fred, like Fred, um, Pete's right, Fred has been decent mm-hmm. this year in, in patches and he's certainly shown himself to be, well, to have to have the kind of energy that United absolutely need in that mm-hmm. area of the pitch. I would also say that even if he'd been absolute rotten for the last 10 years of his career, mm-hmm. that some of that stuff is, oh, well, yeah, is absolutely. fucking unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, it happens every week, it happens every midweek and it's gotten to the stage now where... It's not. I don't actually think it's on social media to do anything about it because mm-hmm. if you think about how people, people, you know, one of the solutions was like getting rid of anonymity on these accounts, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's. I think it is quite important when you look at how marginal societies use uh, social media that mm. that kind of an- anonymity is quite important. Mm-hmm. 
But I would say that, like, it's it wasn't football's problem. Oh, you know, it was football's problem, then it was social media's problem, but it's just fundamentally society's problem, yeah, isn't it? Like, just you, you can use football as a vessel to kind of show these things, mm-hmm. and we get players tweeting out their screenshots every <laughs> every couple of days, of, yeah. it seems. But, like, football should should and could take a lead on this. It can't pretend to be the biggest thing mm-hmm. in the country and then for stuff like this, be like, oh, no, but what, what, what can we do? You know, mm-hmm. just like partridge sugar, all this shit going on. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, typically, I don't have a solution. No, no, no. But I think you're right to say it. Um, going back to Leicester, uh, if we can, and I'm sorry, Vish, you know, rubbing the salt into the wound. <laughs> but um, but Yuri Tiananmen, he's a phenomenal player. We've known this for a while. Do you think that there's uh, suggesting that maybe he's not talked up enough because as 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 with a performance like that the goal like that and so on everyone's saying like he just has everything i mean i forget who it was who said he's a type of player that he's still only what, 23 he can just have his pick of the clubs you know in 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 a year or two presuming if he wants to move for away from brendan rogers which would be silly wouldn't it <laughs> yeah i mean you said like oh, you wonder if um, people aren't talking about i don't Think Leicester fans are particularly worried that no one's talking about. No, no, I, I, think, I think they're pretty happy. I think they've he's sneaking under the radar. Yeah, mm-hmm. did you not think he was a bit of a steal when they got him? I did. Well, I, I think Rogers really sold the, the the vision and the club and everything to him. Yeah, because but you, you're right because when you think of big sides trying to sign players, you know Grealish is being linked to left, right, and centre. You know Jaden Sancho with the move back um, to England. You know, there's there's certain players that, that are never out of, uh, of 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 the the headlines with regards to transfers and, and so on and so forth. But that central midfield position is so crucial mm. to so many teams. And he does and, everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, you know, in Belgium, they can play a 3-4-3 three, three because he's one of the two in the middle. And when you have a player like him, you don't need to have three in the middle half the time because he's so, so good. That's depressing, isn't it? A, a team with... De Bruyne, I'm like, oh, thank God we've got him. But De Bruyne doesn't even play. He plays slightly further. No, but just off the back, you said you're, you're totally right. But it's that, like they have him. It's like, oh, thank God we've got Yuri over there. Yeah, yeah. We'd be a mess without him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he was he was phenomenal nonetheless. But yeah, great win for for, for them. What did you think of uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's comments, uh, Peter? Where he uh, lamented Van Hal's decision to let Johnny Evans go in 2015. This was before the match, and admitted that Manchester United still. Have feelings for Johnny. Yeah, I mean, he was quite kind of outspoken, but also he's quite wistful at the same time. He was <laughs> yeah. quite so, he was strong, but but kind of a bit sad. <laughs> yeah. Would you, if you were Maguire and you heard that, you'd be like, "Have you got me? Just, do you, you have feelings for me, don't you? <laughs> do you have or is this just physical? It's just different. It's just different. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I, but Johnny Evans has been remarkable since he's left Manchester United because if you think about some of the other centre halves that were, or the other defenders they had that were mentioned in the sort of similar breath, you think, mm. say, Wes Brown, John O'Shea, uh, Mikel Silvestre, you know, the, the, those players who were seen as, you know. Why have you mentioned Silvestre in there? Well, and actually, he went on and played for Arsenal. Yeah, you're right. I'll, t- I'll take that. <laughs> but but, but the one or two who were decent players, absolutely no doubt about that. They played their part. You know, Wes Brown, you know, an assist in the Champions League final, if I remember correctly. You know, so th- mm-hmm. they, they would play, play top end. But when they left Manchester United, it was, it was very much. The, the, the... I don't have to play with Cleberson anymore. <laughs> I don't have to play with, in for, behind Fellaini. Yes, the pressure's <laughs> off. Let's all go to Sunderland, uh, where you know we'll try and win the FA Cup again, and it yeah. didn't happen. But but with Johnny Evans though, he, he, he just has... so annoyed Cleberson got mentioned. He is spitting. But it, but he has had an amazing sort of last sort of few years and has been a big part of this Leicester City side who have been impressive well Manchester United um, I, I think when he went if the narrative was that oh, you know he did, he did kind of need to go he wasn't going to wasn't going to make the grade hmm. and I think like two or three years later 
when Manchester City tried to sign him, yeah. I think there was a few people at Old Trafford yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> let him go. <laughs> sign him and let him lift the trophy. That's yeah, what they're yeah, going to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. Oh, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I'm, I'm quite happy. I'm, I'm quite happy for Leicester. I was trying to work out on the weekend that, mm. you know, often when you get knocked out in, in cup competitions at this, this late stage, you don't yeah. necessarily root for the team that, that biffed you. But I looked at that draw and I thought, yeah. Oh, I think it'd be great if they could do it. Yeah. Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, um, they're in the draw. You know, they've got Southampton in the semi-final. Luca love that for Leicester to win. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. He'll, he'll certainly be. And then Manchester City uh, will play Chelsea. And you would say, of course, on league position, form, everything, quality that Leicester City. Um, no disrespect to Southampton, but they'll be they'll be pleased that they they um, that they'll be hoping that Chelsea beat Manchester City. And I think there would have been a lot of uh, the teams still left in the cup when Everton were playing Manchester City saying, come on, come on, do us a solid here. Uh, but Southampton, though, an impressive win, obviously against championship opposition, but still it was impressive because Nathan Redmond was running around like Lionel Messi uh, during the game. <laughs> i tell you what, did, was Pep Guardiola in the crowd or something? He was played like a man possessed. He... he was absolutely glorious. <laughs> after, after his recent performances, I don't think he should be starting any football matches. But obviously, you know, Ings and, and other players, they, they, uh-huh. they've got a lot of injuries. And Southampton scored quite light at times, I think it's fair yeah. to say. Um, and I think they could do with some reinforcements uh, in the summer. But yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, he had a hell of a game, didn't he? Ridiculous. Well, it, was, it, it was magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. And, uh, uh, and Southampton, it was, you know, it was a fairly um, easy game. They still haven't conceded a goal in the FA Cup this season, Southampton. That's right. impressive, is it? I don't even know anymore. What Who do they play? Is it? Who have they played? I don't, the... I don't think it's that impressive, isn't it? <laughs> it's a cup competition, after all. If you if okay, you're letting okay, in let goals, me... you invariably okay. find yourself out of it. Let me let me let me, let me put bang. It... <laughs> let me put it this way. Welcome they... to Pete's TED Talk. Thank no. you. <laughs> On the weekend, Manchester United conceded three more FA Cup goals than Southampton have in the in their entire campaign. This you happy with that? I'm extremely happy with that. You're doing this to me on a Monday. Well, the rest of the week ahead of me. <laughs> I could do this all day, baby. <laughs> well, I'm impressed, Southampton, mm. for crying out loud. Well done. Uh, it's never easy beating one of your South Coast rivals, of course. They didn't really sort of first half, they didn't really do anything in their opponent's box as well. Yeah, But, yeah, yeah. but they were quite clinical when they needed to be. So, And then, and then another clean sheet, Peter. You know, that, that goes with clean sheets with Shrewsbury. Arsenal. Wolves. Is that, is that impressive for you? Do you prepare? You on board? Right, up yours. Uh, Manchester City, they kept a clean sheet against Everton, uh, of mm. course. They they were left to wait a bit. Everton had them going for a bit. Uh, but some extraordinary comments, I'd say, from Carlo Ancelotti uh, about Manchester City. Facing Manchester City is like facing Lionel Messi or Nathan Redmond. I may have added that last bit. Uh, when I was at Real Madrid and facing Barcelona, I didn't talk about Messi a lot to my players, so they didn't get scared. This is why I try not to talk about Manchester City. Does he hide... Who they've got in the next? Who have we got in the mm. next round? Ah, don't worry about it. Difficult, <laughs> difficult when it's an entire team. Yeah, yeah, you can't hide an entire team. Uh-huh. No, well, maybe what? he could do what? Um, do you remember what Dream Team used to do, where they'd like slightly <laughs> change, the, change like the color of like an actual football match, so they yes. would, like, make it purple. Did he like do that to? I don't know who's been like Fulham? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> did he like <laughs> turn a blue tinge to Fulham skip? Like, look, we were playing them on the weekend. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Fine. And they'll be like, oh, but they beat us two 0 as well at Goodison Park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ever don't good. give them. It doesn't. You don't know what effect that will have on the <laughs> squad, true, do you? I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even Newcastle. They beat yeah. two 0 at Goodison Park. <laughs> If you don't win 2 0 at Goodison Park this season, what are you playing at, yeah. quite frankly? Shouldn't, shouldn't be allowed in the league. My goodness. <laughs> but they're out of the cup. Manchester City stride mm. on the quadruple. Is it the quadruple? 
But they're going for it is, isn't it? In the final of the League Cup, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it, it is on. It could be Pep Guardiola's greatest. Nobody ever saw it coming at Man City, or they could win like they did last time when they won. They were on for the quadruple, and they ended up winning the league and the League Cup. And it felt like a bit of a damn squeak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a second tier triple. Yeah. Triple? Triple? Like, yeah, if, if you went to see NSYNC and it was only Joey Fatone, <laughs> Is he the big guy with the big chin? He's, yeah, well, he's, a, he's, he's, like a, he's a heavier set guy, isn't he's he? He's the one they'd always deliver the Joey Fat one. Yeah. Right, I love okay, it, yeah. the heavier set one. The fat yeah, one. Yeah, being diplomatic. I know, but that, well, that, that, was, that, that, but that was his mean nickname. I, don't, mm. I, don't, I didn't call him that. Fat you just said one. it. Yeah, I told, that's how he... That's how, Disparages. <laughs> disparages. Yeah. Who are the disparages? I'm going to see them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Manchester City, they, they've, 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 they've earned themselves. Well, they won't do because they'll be on international duty. But Pep Guardiola is rewarding himself with a little break. In this next four or five days, I will not think about football or watch games. What on earth is he going to do? <laughs> American psycho some shit. Isn't do you it? think, Pete? Yeah. What do you reckon? Just stare at the wall for a bit, I suppose. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, but Chelsea beat Sheffield United 2-0. wasn't the easiest of rides, though, was it, Batushin? Because Sheffield United had a few efforts at goal. David McGoldrick was the main offender. Oh, but they Sheffield United do this, don't they? I You're felt like, sorry oh, for Oh, you know, they'll be fine. And then they're not fine. No. I, I feel really bad for McGoldrick here. I, I really like him. He does all the other stuff really well. I know. And then you put him in front of goal... <sighs> And, and he, he and clears you, it. <laughs> when he got up and he just, I just thought, yeah, I, I know the feeling, my friend. Just that when I've missed chances like that, it's not been in front of a yeah. television audience. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But the big takeaway was a clean sheet for Kepa. <laughs> well, back on clean the sheets today, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. Very, very clean. Very unlike you. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I see. <sighs> Is he eating in bed? You two are misbehaving today. <laughs> Okay, you've thrown down the gauntlet and I'm going to pick it up again. Um, it was a clean sheet for Kepper, which is pleasing. It's more of a dig at Luke Greer. Really, <laughs> how, how he really hates him. Uh, he, he just, uh, Mendy misses the international break with Senegal because of a tooth operation he's going to have. How big's the tooth operation? I don't know, how big's but, the tooth? But Thomas Toothall said that he simply <laughs> needs to see the dentist. Is this a oh. is this a kind of escape to victory style thing? Where you know loads of teams don't want their players to go away because of the quarantining, and they mm-hmm. might not be available when mm. they come back. Have they just like knocked out his front teeth? <laughs> You're not going, Biff. <laughs> Got to see the dentist now. It'd be a strange strategy, wouldn't it? It'd be an effective one, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe you have to put that in contracts now. If somebody we deliberately will knocks my your... teeth out, <laughs> I can get a move away in the January window. <laughs> <laughs> No biffing, everybody, for crying out loud. But yes, yeah, so that's the draw. Who do you fancy at this semi-final stage, Peter? Chelsea, Manchester City on one side of the draw, Leicester, Southampton on the other. The winner doesn't take all because they go into the final <laughs> and then the winner will take everything. I reckon it's probably Manchester City because they seem to be taking all of their competitions very seriously. Yes, yeah, so I'm not talking about the fact, I'm talking about who do you fancy for it? Manchester City because right. they seem to take <laughs> these competitions very seriously. I see. Vish, do you have anything else? I mean, <laughs> there there are teams that I would like to win it. Leicester smell destiny. Yeah, um, I mean, just Brendan Rodgers aftershave. That would be really good, but Man City are crusher of dreams now, aren't they? No one can have any fun because mm. Manchester City are deciding to take, as Pete said, everything but, but seriously. Do you not think though that the the, the draw they wouldn't the, tar- the side who could maybe do something is Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea because of the way they sort of play. They 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 love a one nil win. They try and soak it up very very tight defensively. 
It's quite, yeah, I mean, that's, I, th- that's I think that that is, yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. there's something that I think if Chelsea can overcome Manchester City, it, be, it would be huge, of course, because the way Manchester City have been this season, as you say, is rightly so. And also, I really, I quite like Chelsea to get to the final because will Tuchel wear a suit or will he wear full kind of, you know, bright blue Ooh. Chelsea tracksuit? I reckon he is. See what I mean? Yeah, but I reckon he's, you know, what we've seen from him in the league and I suppose abroad as well, he is absolutely as weird as Guardiola. So right. he might wear one of those suits with the Chelsea badge embroidered at the back like <laughs> See, Guardiola did. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Mind you, will Guardiola wear that hoodie if they get to the final, you see? These are the questions, ladies and gentlemen, that only the FA... Are you suggesting a dress-down semi-final? That's the magic of the cup, is what I'm saying. Smart, casual semis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because Guardiola, he loves that hoodie, doesn't he? Which is a charity in Catalonia, I think, something like that. And Tuchel, obviously, yeah. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ponder uh, more on that uh, during the break. And then after which, we're going to talk about the Premier League. See you in a moment. Hi, I'm Frank Elbeuf. You're listening to the Football Ramble. Here he is, Frankie the Frank Beef. Frank the Beef. Go on, big boy. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Right, let's have a Betway 4 to score update. Um, how did we get on this weekend? Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's 4 selective matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Ooh, we didn't win it. You'll uh, be uh, unsurprised to know. Uh, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply in game one. It was Chelsea versus Sheffield United in the FA Cup. I picked Timo Werner. I don't think he even started. Started the game, um, <laughs> and uh, matter so of fact. got that one uh, wrong. Mm. Um, the result was Hakim Ziyech uh, because Norwood's own goal doesn't count. Uh, should make that clear. In game two, West Ham against Arsenal. Uh, Vish picked Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Um, it was Jesse Lingard, of course. Not only did Aubameyang not score. But he got taken off when Arsenal were looking to score yeah. and, it, and it helped them. <laughs> uh, That's three. a player in farm, isn't yeah. it? In game three, Leicester versus Manchester United in the FA Cup. Jim picked Bruno Fernandes. It was, of course, Kalecci and Acho. And in game four, Aston Villa versus Tottenham Hotspur in the Premier League. Luke picked Ollie Watkins. It was Vinicius. We will be back with another round of Betway's four to score on the preview show this Friday. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for emails. And what have we got today for the jingle? Tell you what, a touch of uh, 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 friendly fires. Yeah, fire. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Jack Johnson? Not Jack Johnson. Who am I thinking of? Uh, just Jack. Just, <laughs> just Jack. Why are you going to put a email in my box? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just yeah. I, 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 I liked that. I liked everything about that. It was playful. It was informative. Uh, I think it was a Zoom G G One X pedal effect on the guitar. Uh-huh. I love it. And we're now all wearing Hawaiian shirts, wishing for a holiday abroad, which won't come. But still. I I don't like what he's what Marcus is doing there, Pete. What? Because I oh sorry, I put my clothes back on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, hands off that. I, I was I was there in the first um, pre-show meeting when Marcus and Luke floated the idea of getting rid of your jingle. Right. Okay. Oh, so it was want, a pre-show. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, so it wasn't like a spur of the moment. Hang on, hang on. It's just a spur of the moment. I can't hear you, mate. What? Ramble.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. We're Why does 
Do you want to go there? Come on. <laughs> oh, yes. Where are you going on holiday? Come on. <laughs> so it was the... Uh, there we the, the men I'd, I've known and for 12 anyway, years who did it to me. There we go. Stabbed me in the back. There we go. Pete, back. you've got the yeah. first email. It was like a parish hall meeting. <laughs> None of this happened. <laughs> it's putch. Disgusting. Right. Uh, Matty Rainbow. Matty, Matty Rainbow. I don't want to go there. Uh, who wants to bring our attention to another vomiting footballer? I only got into football when I was about 10 years old in the run-up to the 2006 World Cup. The, turn- the tournaments, the tournaments, a standout <laughs> match for me was England's win against Ecuador. I missed Beckham's uh, goal somehow, but distinctly remember seeing him throwing up on the pitch. I'm pretty sure they showed more slow motion replays of this than they did of the actual free kick. I forgot about the vomiting. Yeah, mm. I think someone did mention that in a previous email about Beckham. Mm. It was a very casual mention, and I was thinking to myself, mm. which game was it? Um, so we've had Zidane, Messi, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and our man Debex and and Louis. What's his name? Louis Tomlinson. Mm. One direction. Yes. Oh, okay, right, okay. Uh, that vomit yeah. was only going in one. Exactly. Matty Rainbow is he related to Tiggy Rainbow? That's the hopefully. Big question. Hopefully. Mm. Um, well, I enjoyable. <laughs> Footballers vomiting. Who on earth thought that would become uh, something? Vish, you've got an email as well. I do, from the wonderfully named Mac McKissick. Mm. I want to kiss sick! <laughs> he wants to kiss sick. Well, you've come sick. to the right place. Yeah, exactly. He's got place, sick yeah. in his name. Yeah. And kiss. Yeah. Which is, yeah, perfect. That's <laughs> what we're all about. <laughs> on the mat. Sick and kiss. Yeah. I've kissed sick on the mat. <laughs> After a Mackie D's. <laughs> <laughs> Nugs on rugs. Go on, Vish. Yeah, um, so this is following up on the chat about people's voices and faces not matching up. I'm a fairly new listener, but it was about a year before I did a proper social media dive to find out what all of you look like. Oh, no. Oh, dear. You'd never do that. Yeah. Horny on men. (laughs) (laughs) Most were not too surprising, but I must admit Pete was a bit of a shock. I'm not from the UK, but his accent is very different from most people I've heard. And often the way he pronounces words sounds like he's just made them up. <laughs> to be fair, you do do that. Yeah, then, yeah. So naturally, yeah. I assumed he was a 75-year-old man. <laughs> Something reminiscent of the lad who used to do the Six Flags commercials. Much to my surprise, he was not. Uh, but the image is endearing. So from time to time, I imagine he's still Luke's crazy old grandfather that makes a regular appearance on the show. See, mm. that makes sense because you do give um, Luke Werther's originals, don't you? I do, yeah, and uh-huh. endorse my theme park. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Flags. Lovely, lovely. Mm. Well, that was uh, the emails. And what an email section. We had that wonderful jingle from Chris Rogers. Let's, let's have it again, Chris Rogers. What, a third time? There it is again. Come on. Da, 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 da. And is that live drums? Sounds like live drums, doesn't it? Yeah, it's be. not definitely. Not played. Impressed what people can, can conjure up where we're in a time of lockdown. And, uh, well, I want to know what goes on in Chris Rogers' bedroom if he produces this. <laughs> oh, yeah. lockdown's been tough. Good old Chris, Chris Rogers. Chris Roger. Sorry, mm. forgive me. Chris Sorry. Roger. Sorry. Chrissy baby. Right, uh, yeah, show at footballramble.com unless you didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, let's go to the Premier League. One of the matches of the season, West Ham 3, mm. Arsenal 3. My goodness, Peter. It was a crazy game. Can you score too early? <laughs> Three times. Is 3-0 is the new 2-0? Very dangerous scoreline. In fact, should you even put that third one away? Yeah, what? Because it brings them on too much. Well, I always think if you go 1 0 up, then do not score again because 2 0 is is, is the most dangerous dangerous scoreline. And if we follow that through, Mm. if it's more dangerous than 1 0, then 3 0 is more dangerous than 2 0. 
whatever you do. England playing San Marino soon, you know, they'll try and <laughs> just go for the 1 0, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, Leicester looked terrified when they were 9 0 up against Hampton, <laughs> weren't they? <laughs> That's <laughs> why they kept. We just have to keep scoring, <laughs> otherwise they're going to come back. Uh, but it was a great game, though. It was good, fun, yeah. fun, fun, fun. I mean, did you? I mean, Jay Ling's for England. <laughs> England, as Jim put on the uh, as Jim put on the WhatsApp group. Sneaky little early free kicks. Enjoy your ball. I mean, he's he's showing he's shown power and panache with that type of finishing, mm-hmm. intelligence with that sort of uh, assist for the goal. There's nothing he can't do, Peter. Is it, is it, it's relative intelligence, isn't it? Because if the team you're playing against are so stupid that none of them are looking at the ball. It's like, do you, do you remember um, Goosebumps? Did you ever used to read Goosebumps? No. Oh, was it, did, were, they the, were they the skeletons? Or, uh, They're like the spooky child's books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but like in a, in, a, in a dark, dark place as a dark, dark No, that's one. the skeletons, isn't it? Oh, That's okay. the three skeletons, isn't it? Oh, I think Goosebumps. It was around about the same time. I remember there was there was a book called Peter the Clever Potato, which I very much enjoyed because I had my name in it. It had the Goosebumps uh, books the that potato. seemed a bit like polished, a bit too like spooky ghost and stuff. Uh-huh. But then the skeletons were my, you know, skeleton dog, yeah, skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skeleton yeah, dog. Yeah, 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 skeleton it, yeah. dog's probably going. Fuck. Why bones. was he a clever potato? Did he evade the pot? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember it being very good. Okay. So there you go. Oh, and the stinky fun. cheese man. Great, great kids' books, guys. Yeah, yeah. but but it, there was a goosebumps book where this guy gets three wishes and he wishes to be mm-hmm. cleverest person at school, and so everyone else gets stupid. Uh, and that felt a lot like that awesome defense. Yeah. <laughs> three wishes, dangerous scholar. Mm. Yeah, I'll have a goal, another goal, and another goal. Should have just chosen three points. Yeah. Uh, that's what they should have done. But yes, uh, it was. I mean, they looked uh, very, very good. Uh, West Ham, and then of course Arsenal showed a bit of character, as I said, to come back. Very pleasing for for Arsenal, really in that they showed that character because as so many people said, oh, well, you know, 10 minutes ago they'd have lost that 4-1 or 4-0 mm-hmm. or something or something like that. Um, Arteta talked about uh, uh, Arsenal show being a bit two-faced, that kind of thing. Ooh, yes. lovely. So it's a very spurned lovers um, uh-huh. weekend for Manu, yeah. it? Yeah, I bit, miss yeah. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said the match will give him nightmares. This um, that going back qu- to your goosebumps, isn't it? Well, that quote is great. This game, this game is going to give me a few nightmares because it's really difficult to stop some of the things we have been doing to hurt ourselves. Mm. I don't think I've ad- identified with a quote from a manager since Jose's. If I speak, I'll be in big trouble, and I don't want to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, from West Ham's point of view, I mean, obviously racing to the, they, they should have won the game. We were three 0 up, and then of course Antonio has that chance at three two, which comes off the post. Did you notice that when? Because I thought he'd scored initially, and then of course it was given to Suchek. When they kind of went over to celebrate with him, he just looked like, "No, no, it's his goal." It's it. Yeah, he just seemed a bit unbothered. I was like, "You must be happy that your your team's got three goals now." Yeah, his reaction made me think that it was an own goal. Yeah, <laughs> and then the but it went to his teammate, uh-huh. and he was like, "Oh, fuck it, it's him." Yeah, I wonder if <laughs> him, him, him and Suchek have a little thing going on. Maybe, but it was as if it was like the eighth of a sort of a nine-nil win or something <laughs> yeah. in the last minute. Of, yeah, well, obviously we're three and up against Arsenal now. This is just a bit easy. Yeah, I was probably regretting that by the end. Yeah, Declan Rice nearly scored the goal of the season, Peter. He did. Yes. It was a Sol Campbell-esque <laughs> run. He could have. He probably should have. On the balance of it, slipped it through to Antonio. For you could have gone. But then I was thinking, no, you don't do dare no, that. I didn't. I didn't see a space for him to do that. Well, maybe I'm being a bit harsh because uh, he had a decent effort on goal. Football but, uh, deserves this at a time where everyone's a little bit knackered and yeah. the quality's kind of dipped a little bit. We need these. Well, we do. Mm. I mean, we appreciate it. Like uh, Pulisic had a lovely bit of footwork mm. at one point. That would have been a shame he didn't put that one away. But yeah, Rice, the way he just Ted opened the the sort of the Arsenal 
on the edge of his box and ran, and I thought, oh, European Championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like it? You don't like it when Maguire does it now? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. No, I think oh. we've got. What do you mean? Everyone just surging from the back. That's yeah, what you want. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, all our strikers are injured. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Imagine that. Like, <laughs> all, everyone's just breaking from the back. Declan Rice is fucking the Charles of the Light Brigade. And you just look at No, not you, Harry. Stay. Yeah, someone Bad else. Harry. <laughs> Get Kane to drop deep. They go, you sit. Exactly. Pickford, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> getting involved. He's getting the rave on. He's getting involved. Oh, did, where are we talking about? Oh, yes. Did you see Alex Lacazette? He said that uh, the players... Alex Lacazette. Alex Lacazette. Yeah, we're not on those... No, I like that. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that, yeah. Big Lacker said uh, the players didn't respect Arteta's plans. Ooh. Ooh. What's that about? Exactly, yeah. Um, on uh, uh, Arteta's uh, punishment for Aubameyang, by the way, for the, being when he turned up late for the North London derby, David Moyes, uh, where do you think he learned that from? What? Where did he learn that from? From David Moyes. What? Oh, that he find uh, people. Well, he must have done it. Uh, Everton. I mean, that's that's not revolutionary, is no. it? No, <laughs> I mean that's pretty standard stuff, yeah, isn't you it? Think it's you quite... know what? You know what I do? I punish people for bad timekeeping. You don't, do you? Yeah, but do you not think though that David Moyes is often reluctant to enjoy success? Right, that's not he? success. Yeah, but to him, that's what he thinks is success. He thinks that's success. Well, when they won the other week, he we didn't a... win the game, but he find one of his own players, didn't he? <laughs> I taught him that. Well, that's why I think you know when they sort of said don't he you? slapped his kids about. I taught him that. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, he, when he said the other week when they won don't slap me kids would you shut up when he said <laughs> I'm probably slapping you when, when he said uh, when we were talking about the victory the other week he was like well I was a bit annoyed you know they seemed a bit disappointed with the, sort of the manner in which they won the game and you think David enjoy yourself whereas with this one uh, where, where, where do you think you like that from <laughs> that's, that's what he's he's celebrating that the ferryman's like, playbook yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um, going back to Arsenal um, uh, Martin Odegaard what a classy operator he is. I remember you not that long ago, of course, when you know Real Madrid signed him when he was what three years old or something. Yeah. You thought, oh, blind, we know where this is going to go. And of course, he wasn't getting the side, and then he was loaned out here, there, and everywhere. Um, but it's great to see him. He's playing in the Premier League for Arsenal. He's doing very, very well. He's putting in uh, performances, and Arsenal apparently want to sign him on a permanent deal. You can't blame them. Yeah, although it could end up being very Arsenal because I don't think they haven't got um, an agreed like fee or like a mm-hmm. buying clause at the end of this contract. Like Lingard, really. Isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> so it's like you're going back to where you came from. I should say with the release clause of three hundred and fifty million euros. But that, yeah. I think that's on that's his Real sense. contract, isn't it? Rather than like you know yeah. they haven't got a loan with a view to a, mm. a further deal. They it's just simply that, a loan. That would be a, that would be a weird if you signed a three hundred fifty million pound release clause that was already in your contract for Real. I said, well, no, we've got an agreement to sign. <laughs> Yeah, you got to pay three hundred fifty million for it, mate. <laughs> you madman. But uh-huh. the um, so like uh, I was thinking about it yesterday because obviously you know he's he's doing brilliant and he's exactly what they need because mm-hmm. you saw when West Ham were like just camped on their you know in front of their area. It mm-hmm. wasn't that he was never trying to go around them. He was trying to go through them, which is why Callum Chambers, by the way, where's that come from? Yeah. <laughs> Do we have like, is there like a Captain America serum, but only for English right backs? Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> an embarrassment of riches at the yeah. fallback. But so, sorry, just on, on, on Erdegaard, I wonder if they're going to be in a situation now where he's playing so well that other clubs are going to be interested and just think, well, we'll take him. Yeah. Or even Real Madrid were like, oh, he's good now, we'll have him back. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that's it. Well, I do, he's, he's like a little globetrotter, isn't he? Well, I like the fact, I wonder what the dynamic is if you are from a massive club at Real Madrid and a player who had so much promise and, mm-hmm. and but possibly hasn't had as many games under under the manager as, as you might expect. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I, when I was watching it, because obviously there's no crowd, you can hear people go, mine, mine, mine. <laughs> I'm like going, shout at my place for Real Madrid. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Mr. Erdegaard. Mr. Yeah. Erdegaard, please. Thank you. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the other end of the Premier League table. Brighton beat Newcastle United. 3-0. Oh, it looks like the other end as well, doesn't it? Yeah, not quite the other end. They're not in the relegation zone. Uh, no, not no, Not in the relegation true, true. zone. Um, yeah. um, Bruce is still doing the right job. Bruce is doing a good um, job, Newcastle fans need to get realistic, Peter, because that's what Paul Merson... <laughs> yeah, just, and just find another club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, get that's realistic. realistic. It's an absolute shite show. Go and support <laughs> Sunderland. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, it's it's pretty dull, isn't it? It's pretty mm. uh, awful. I I was I I must have, I, I had my COVID jab uh, the day before, and I was feeling it the next day, mm. and I just got just, absolutely just wankered watching this match. <laughs> I was like, "There's nothing going to make me feel better." Yeah. Newcastle are on the box. I'm going to drink a bottle of prosecco, and I was done for the whole. <laughs> I was just, I forgot that he. I forgot to be angry that he didn't bring on any strikers. He didn't bring on yep. Carol or Gail, no. which is. Hilarious. Why would you do it that? Just, it's just so funny. Keep the scoreline down yeah. to three. Dangerous lead though, isn't it? He's, he's, on, to the right, he's on the right track. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, lads. When they get to three, we'll get them. Uh, Mike Ashley is apparently standing by Steve Bruce. Mm. Um, Newcastle fans did express their frustration with banners outside St. James's Park with the words, you are not one of us, leave now. And another one just simply said, coward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean that is a bit harsh is, is it? it all right <laughs> uh, but it was only Brighton's second Premier League home win of the season so a great win for them very very needed uh, in, indeed of course if, uh, if Fulham can get over that that, that well, this those is points it. Newcastle are down yes. <laughs> but Fulham have to uh-huh. get their three points well they need to yeah it's, it's like they have to get Sc- out of the relegations on two Scott Parker has a hunting in. rifle and Steve Bruce is clambering around and he's falling over <laughs> and it's like just shoot him <laughs> shoot him alright and if you can get him nine bullets. you're alright yeah. <laughs> and Scott Parker's <laughs> nine bullets <laughs> Scott Parker's too nice to shoot him yeah yeah, yeah exactly what if I, I talk just, to him no just yeah. shoot him yeah. shoot next to him and scare him off <laughs> <laughs> Shoot that can. That's that, yeah, okay. We need nine draws. That's what we need. <laughs> oh my goodness! The, yeah. the, the worst thing about that game on Saturday night was that you it's if ruined you, the night, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could have been playing cyberpunk. I was going to say. It was, I know it's lockdown, but it's still Saturday night. I know. We still have a day. Have, 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 have a bit of respect. Yeah, exactly. Come on. A little bit of a buzz from Saturday night. But like, if you watch that game out of context, you would not say that only a point separated those two teams. Yeah, it was, mm. yeah, jarring. Mm. I mean, it's astonishing. All to play for. Yeah, it's funny. It's gone past shite, and that was just funny. Yeah. Bring it on. When when, uh, when Ryan Fraser hit the post with that lovely effort, yeah. I think it would have been one all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Steve, the camera pan to Steve Bruce, and he had his head in his hands, and he had a face that said, that "said to me." <sighs> That's a, that's a, that's, 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 that's done. We've that's missed us. our, we've missed our chance. Yeah. <laughs> As if like, oh, we played all the way for him, yeah. for someone to curl it in from out yeah. wide. It's like, oh, <laughs> 25 yards. That was one of our best ones as well. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Gentlemen, let us go north of the border. The old firm played each other. It finished 1-1. Alfredo Morales finally got himself a goal Yay. against Celtic. I did find it rather amusing in the post-match when, when Scott Brown was talking and he went, yeah, obviously disappointed. Should have had a penalty. Um, 
which there was a bit of discussion. McCoy uh, on commentary certainly thought they shouldn't. Mm. Uh, and then he said, uh, oh, and then the ball came over and then and whoever it was at the back post scoring. And I thought, yeah, he just yeah. can't <laughs> mention him. He cannot mention him. But Brilliant. credit to Scott Brown. Yeah. Uh, credit where credit is due because uh, you know going over to Glenn Kamara before the game was was a nice gesture mm. uh, and saying you know even in the post match as well saying we're, we're united uh, with Glenn Kamara on this who was a victim of alleged racial abuse of course from um, Slavia Prague player Andre Cadella last Thursday we spoke about that a little bit uh, and there has been I mean was it um, uh, Goulson was it who was interviewed on Sky Sports yeah. you know do check out that interview mm. because again don't want to put words in anyone's mouth but one can sort of see a lot of gestures and 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 maybe think, oh, okay, I think we're, I think this is, I think we've gained some ground here, or I think you know maybe things are a bit better. One, but when you hear the words that he and some of the Rangers players are saying, this is uh, still plaguing the game. Um, so I, I, I think what what Vish said earlier, yeah. it, it 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 kind of for me, it, you're right. It it isn't about um, social media at this point. Social media has a part to play, but it's very much you know, it's a side. But this is not, it's, and this is not a, a, a social media issue. This is a no. player allegedly going up to another player, yeah, and saying something. But, incredibly... but, but but I mean, which, but the the players have talked about how they've been abused for a lot of the you know a lot of the season. Yeah. The yeah, yeah, players yeah, yeah. have been abused for a lot of the season, and it is just. I think somebody sort of made the point, and I forget who it was. So apologies. They sort of said that the football has become a lot more personal recently. Mm. Um, I don't know what it is about. Sort of keyboard warriors and, and and people off offline as well. They 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 sort of take footballers playing poorly in their eyes mm-hmm. way more personally than they ever did back in the day. Yeah. The team didn't play well. Um, nowadays, it's that player really yeah. let me down, and yeah. then and then from that, coupled with your fucking dad's culture war, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to say this, you're not allowed to say that. They think that oh, what's really going to hurt that player who's really let me down? But this is, I'm going to say this fucking. But this r- example this is, 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 I would say, not to rank these things, but worse because this is a fellow professional. Oh yeah, no, yeah, who is alleged to have said something, and I keep using that word, but I mean, but that's an easier, that's an easier job, that's an easier job to to to, to sort. I would argue, yeah, surely, yeah, yeah. Well, we we that's hope... one player saying one thing to another player. Exactly, yeah. And I, I, I want to add that with the with the Scott Brown thing, the fact that it was on, um, the, the fact that the camera was able to catch it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I, you know, Obviously, there are a few people who said he was doing it for the cameras. And, and if he was, like, even yeah, if, if he just good, good on him. Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I think like, you need to, we need to normalise that kind of acceptance that it it doesn't just, you know, racist abuse doesn't just affect the person that's yeah. who's being abused. Absolutely. It affects everyone totally. and it's on everyone to try and sort it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you, can do that, you can do that over text message if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but, but to do it in front of the cameras oh, is yeah. the ball point of doing it. <laughs> yeah, you could do it over text. You could do it over Twitter. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. What a, what a heartfelt gesture. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That's, but that's the thing. You know, it was before the match, you know, and, and even after he said as well, you know, this is the old firm. If Rangers and Celtic, you know. And, and that's, that's the other thing about it as well. Uh, uh, Pete was spot on there when he touched on about the the way football seems more personal and it's so much seems so much more tribal than ever before. Maybe because we get it on so many different fronts now. Mm. But for for a Celtic player to go over to a Rangers player and mm-hmm. do that was quite profound. And yeah, good on uh, Scott Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, uh, but Gerard will be relieved to get a point because they're still unbeaten though <laughs> going back to the football because uh, Celtic were probably the better side uh, but uh, yeah interesting uh, what's, what's, what's going up there between those two but yes um, alright ladies and gentlemen just quickly before we finish the show we've got to mention goalkeepers scoring um, severe goalkeeper Bono bagged a 94th minute equalising against Real Valladolid which is just <laughs> beautiful beautiful we love that kind of stuff Yeah. Uh, and Asteris Tripolis uh, Tripolis keeper um, he got a 96th 
minute equaliser against Panathinaikos. Um, and that was a lovely finish. It was stroked. I oh. mean, he had a, a bit of time to do it, but he, the keeper was not, his opposing number was not uh, saving that. And then obviously he jogs back, runs back to his, uh, yeah. his own. I don't think there was going to be much football played in the no. 96th minute of, night, of, of four minutes of injury mm-hmm. time played. Uh, but uh, he went down injured. <laughs> As if it, yeah, was, he, was he time-wise? Was he thinking... I have to make sure this is the last goal of the game. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Because he might what, So, like, well, bring himself off and get replaced by uh, by his understudy or what? <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking there. Maybe he was genuinely injured. We can't rule that out. Worth um, checking out, though. It's a lovely goal. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elsewhere, uh, Lionel Messi broke Xavi's record. 767 appearances for Barcelona yesterday. Broke the record for the most goals in a single European league with a brace. He's obviously heard Ronaldo's uh, breaking records. He's like, right, I have to, so I've got to keep up appearances here. Whereas, of course... It... Did he get a big shirt with a number on <laughs> or not? Well, Ronaldo did because uh, Andrea Agnelli presented Ronaldo with a shirt with 770 on the back oh. and goat across the top prior to their game yesterday. Um, that was, it, of course, the um, 770 uh, we spoke about the other week. Can, and can, then... you imagine, can you imagine like being in a farmer's field right now? The no. goats must be fucking... Like beside themselves, egotists. I don't think word has reached them. <laughs> I think that's the only off. thing. That's the only thing they had over sheep. Yeah, Just being yeah. called a different name. That's but... true. That's true. Uh, Juventus then lost one nil to Benevento. <laughs> so up <might be> yours. <laughs> that's a real quiz though. Yeah. <laughs> Got a shirt. If you're that good, you would have beaten them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's almost like he's a sideshow, isn't it? But let's not get into that. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what, more good news, ladies and gentlemen, because we have a brand new episode of Ramble Meets out today. And it's a double header, special double header with Michael Essien and Johan Giroux. They tell our very own Andy Brassel about their upbringings in Ghana and Switzerland and what they both learned under Jose Mourinho and Arsene Wenger. Get over to Football Ramble Presents. It's a cracking listen. You won't be disappointed, you beauties. There we are. We've reached the end of the show, everybody. It's been a marvellous Monday having you with us. Sponsored by Raynham Steel. (laughs) Any old iron. Any old iron. <laughs> On tomorrow's show, it's myself, Andy and Jim. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait for it personally. But today's been a real treat, gentlemen. Thank you very much for Tushin Hantaraja. Thank you very much, Raynham Steel. Thank you very much, Peter Donald. I'd also like to thank Raynham Steel. And thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network.